0: Alright, so we're back. Um we're talking to you on it's kind of late, so we might be a little bit slower in our conversations, but um it's first day of December and we're talking to you after a Steelers win. Yeah, man. Um I thought it was a pretty good
1: performance. Yeah. Um uh, I like what I saw for the most part. Um, especially that first half. I think we were um kind of controlling the pace of the game. So if we continue that,
0: honestly it's just like
1: right things to see in the future same place
0: man I'm canada same place I, I actually heard that live like i was watching the game and then it was like in the third quarter it was a run play. And we got like eight or nine yards and my name is betty sneller mcfarland and then one closer and yells it's the freaking same place or yelled something like that i was like oh my god yeah no it's
1: it is annoying to hear that like two weeks in a row uh but what do you think do you think um he will be fired by the end of the season? Or do you think he'll be fired mid-season? Or what do you think? When do you think we'll make the coaching change? Because I think we probably will have a coaching change. We probably won't see him next year. Yeah. So when do you think that'll happen?
0: So actually, I have a different take on it. So I don't think he's going to get fired mid-season. I just don't think the Steelers operate that way. They like the continuity consistency. But um, if Kenny Pickett keeps developing think he might save Matt Canada's job maybe maybe because like Kenny funny. Pickett has looked great since the bye week we'll get into that but he's still in zero interceptions last week he was the okay the second best PFF grade by QB and he's a rookie like he's playing very on the Colts defense it's not shabby like it's not a bad defense to it might be average or a little bit above average but it's not bad
1: mm-hmm. no I agree um uh, many people have been talking about it, like his leadership as well Yeah. Uh, I think there was something that he called the last touchdown play as well. So um, it's good to see him growing. I always thought, like, from get-go, I thought he's played all right. Yeah, he's, like, throwing some uh, interceptions uh, more than you want. But I like that dual threat as well. He's able to, like, you know, he had some good running plays as well. Mm -hmm. So I agree. Maybe he might uh, make Matt Canada look better than he actually is. But the fans aren't blind to it. I feel like the fans yeah. are still, like, voicing their opinions regarding his play calls.
0: Right. I think it's just how the Steelers work. Like, if you notice, like, whenever we make decisions, we take our time. Like, we decided so look our time so long to decide on the GM. But once we find our guy, we usually stick with them. And so I think the Steelers are just doing their due part. Like, all right, is not it. Then take time, find a guy. But um, yeah, we'll see. I remember like so Big Ben has his podcast um, and then I think it was with Marquise Pouncey this week and something that they addressed was Pouncey I think asked him was that Boswell who said that so like apparently I think it was after the Tampa Bay win and it's when Trubisky came in when Pickett got hurt and then Boswell said that win was nothing due to you or something he just insulted Matt Canada and everyone's pretty sure it's directed at Canada so there is like I think a lot of the players are also discontent. So it's not just us as fans.
1: No, yeah, I I agree. Um, so hopefully there's a change soon to be honest, because Yeah. He's really like I think the problem is we'll play good for a quarter or the half and yeah. then we'll come back and it's like they'll really notice the type of plays we're doing. They'll know what's successful and we don't really switch things up really well. So I think Matt Canada might work for a little bit, but like it's obviously not a long term solution.
0: Right, like I could give him the excuse, oh, maybe he's trying to protect Pickett. Pickett's young, but the same thing was going on with Mitch Trubisky. So it was the same plays, and even Pickett's depth, Pickett's throw chart, like passing wise, it's always outside the numbers. There's some inside the numbers, but in my opinion, those are harder throws. Sometimes outside the numbers, great. Inside the numbers, you have to worry about the linebackers in front of your in front of those receivers, but um. Yeah, but uh, kind of moving on, I'll just get a quick recap, and then we can kind of discuss a little bit more about the last thing about the game to get into this week. But um, we did to stop having three and outs. Um, I think we opened the third quarter with two or three consecutive three and outs. That just kills our defense. It gives no momentum. Like, I'm okay if we go 30 yards and punt it. At least take a few minutes off the clock, but we just do a quick three and out. Like, let's at least have first and second down, make it where – and I granted, I think they were saying this in the commentary this week or last week. I think it was last week against the Bengals that we're not a team that's built to get a third down and 15 conversion. That's a Chiefs team that can do that, a Bengals team that can do that. And I think it's just because Pickett's developing. And then I'm really liking the trio of Johnson, Pickens, and Fryermuth. I think that's really good. Trading Claypool might have been a blessing in disguise because Pickens looks amazing. He's from another planet. Granted, he had a shaky game in that he like – had that touchdown he could have probably grabbed that pick it maybe put a put a better ball and mm-hmm. then there was another play i think that picket or pickens um missed but um overall he's looked good and calvin austin will be coming back next year so that's a good four four guys with Najee. Highsmith's looking amazing um 10 sacks on the year james pierre had a great interception and then on the colts end, jonathan taylor was pretty limited but um You have any other takeaways from the game, Arian, that we can Yeah, something
1: that um was a highlight for me was seeing Anthony McFarlane play. I've been uh running the same play all season. Um ever since like last season. I've been a big fan of him because just that speed. I feel like we haven't had like a speedy uh running back since um what was that dude in Madden that everyone used to play with? Um, about? he was like the fastest player on Madden.
0: Um Willie Parker? No. Oh no, no, no. Was it Dre something? Something Dre, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a short guy. Like Dre Dre Archer. Something Dre archer, archer. Dre archer, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Ever since Dre yeah. Archer, like I really wanted like a fast running back, and I feel like Anthony McFarlane could really be him. Cause every time he got the ball, it seemed like a lightning bolt. Like he was
0: like, like looking <laughs> to get that first. Down. And Benny Snell actually played really well too, even last year. No, no, both look, and that was Benny Snell's first carries of the year. I don't know if yeah. McFarlane's had carries like. Without Najee and Jalen Warren, our running game looked good. And honestly, yeah, it looked a little better, like, like weirdly <laughs> enough.
1: Like, we were doing pretty good moving the ball, like, chains comfortably with them, too. So, um, that was exciting to see. I like that. I feel like we should try utilizing Anthony McFarland more just because he provides something different that the other running backs, Benny Snell, um, Jalen Warren, and Najee Harris don't.
0: For sure. And, like, maybe that's also why Kenny's playing better is we're running the ball way better. The past three games, I think we were averaging 160 rushing yards, 170 rushing yards. So that could be because they always say a quarterback's best friend's a running game, typically. So but um yeah, so we're four and seven now. Um we're very much on the outside of the playoff picture. We're not really in the hunt, but we'll see if we uh we're playing the Falcons this week, and then I believe it's Baltimore or Las Vegas. Um if I check, because like the schedule is not too bad. Oh no! So it's the Falcons, then the Ravens, the Panthers, the Raiders. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm just let's just see. Um, hopefully see how the season goes. But yeah, I what are your initial thoughts about the Falcons? I
1: mean, at first I was kind of like high on them earlier in the season. I thought Marcus Mariota was doing okay things. Yeah. But I think recently they've been on a slump,
0: kind of, haven't they? Um, yeah, not- they're five and seven, but they're half a game out of first place in the division, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, surprisingly, they're still in it uh, for the playoffs. Yeah. But as a team, not so well.
0: Yeah, not so good. Yeah, they can score though. I think that's the thing. We'll we'll have to see. They they do have an offense, but we'll get. It's, it's a great segue. Kyle Pitts was ruled off for the year. He's a great weapon, and I feel like the Steelers traditionally have always been bad at guarding tight ends. So that definitely is um. Is an advantage, or not advantage. Sorry, is is something that could have hurt us that won't. And but I do hope Hall Pitts comes back healthy. Um, but on Steelers end, Najee had an abdominal injury. That's why he left the game. But it's not a major injury, which is great. And Jalen Warren looks ready to go for Sunday. Keller Witherspoon, I think he's been having a nagging hamstring injury. I want to say he's questionable. Robert Spillane's questionable, and then Miles Boykin, um, one of our kind of depth receivers is also questionable. Um I can start out this time cuz we usually um Ari usually does quarterback I think and then I do running back so we'll switch it up this time but um this is interesting Mariota and Pickett I think because of way Pickett's been playing recently I got to go Pickett here No I agree I definitely agree with um
1: Pickett being better than Mariota,
0: Mariota.
1: um as for running backs we double check Falcons usually have an okay running back who's their current
0: Starting Ed Patterson, who's like kind of like that, he's kind of like I would say Debo Samuel light. <laughs> um, he's good, yeah. but not as good as Debo Samuel, but
1: also hasn't he been doing really good in like special teams? I think,
0: yeah, I'm he's such a dual threat, triple, he's a triple threat.
1: um, just because I don't think they have as much depth as we do right now. I'm gonna actually lean towards the Steelers, uh, because yeah. I think this we're having we're just trending upwards as like a running back uh,
0: unit. I would agree with that, yeah. At the receiver end, Drake London's a great rookie, but I'm taking Pickens over Drake London. And then I don't think they have a Deontay Johnson in there on their team. So, granted, our third receiver is Steven Sims, and he's probably one of the worst third receivers in the NFL. He's a he's a, I think he's good on special teams, but he hasn't really shown as much as a receiver. But um, I think Johnson and Pickens make up for it, so I gotta go Steelers at receiver.
1: Yeah, I mean as for uh tight end, like you mentioned, Kyle Pitts is injured um and after the are se- you sad for the game or after the season? After of the season. Oh wow. Yeah. So um and Pat Prime with honestly is a pretty good um uh, tight end, reliable. So yeah, I think this um as for this position, I think the Steelers definitely have the advantage.
0: Dang, hey, I'm surprised. We've won Steelers for the first four. I hope yeah. we're not jinxing them here, but um the O-line. The Falcons have some good players. Like Jake Matthews was a high draft pick. Chris Lindstrom's pretty good. Caleb McGeary is pretty good. Steelers' O line's been better at the run game. We still give up sacks, so I'll just give a slight edge to the Falcons. But um, this could also be even. But um, because partially because we've given so much to the Steelers, I think we're not our offense is not that much better than, this, than the Falcons. Granted, they've been scoring more, so I'm gonna go Falcons at O line.
1: Yeah, as for. Uh... D-line, I think Um uh, Steelers have been okay with the D-line. Um, the pass rush has been okay as well. I'm trying to remember, how much did we trouble the quarterback up last we, week?
0: I think we got like, yeah, okay, so I wrote it yet. Yeah, eight QB hits, three sacks. So pretty good. So honestly, yeah, pretty good. And the Falcons D-line is all right
1: as well. I mean, I feel like they're always involved in low-scoring games as well. So they must have like, they must keep their defense pretty tidy as well. So I'm gonna go even just for now.
0: Yeah. I, I could I I see that. Um Where where would you might, go, Ishan? Should... I might have given the Steelers the edge because I think um Ogan Joby's been really good this year. Yeah, I was gonna and, mention uh, Oganjoby is probably one of their
1: star players, but I think he's listed more as like a linebacker than like as a D line.
0: Or I think it's D end actually.
1: Okay, D end, okay, okay.
0: But um I I I, I wouldn't I'm not gonna Debate you on being even because Grady Jarrett's pretty good, and then they I think the Falcons usually always have a solid D line. So as the linebackers, I usually always fit with the Steelers. The Falcons have Rashawn Evans, I think from Alabama, is pretty good. Lorenzo Carter, I think, is from Georgia, good linebacker, but there is no other T.J. Watt in this league. Alex Highsmith is becoming a star before our very eyes, and then Bush and Jack are pretty good in duo. So I got to go Steelers here for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, secondary is also kind of like a little bit of a toss up. Um, Falcons have been okay. I'm. What would you say on the Falcons secondary?
0: Um, I'm not as sure about their safeties, but AJ Terrell is a really good cornerback. I know that's people the only right player I was kind of familiar with. Five, like, when you look at their lineup. 10. And Rashad Benton's pretty good. Granted, we, I don't know honestly. Like, like I think about it like Cam Sutton – Witherspoon, Levi Wallace. Like, do I overrate them because they're Steelers? Like, how would they be on other teams? Like, I don't Minka's a star anywhere, but the other guys. So, yeah. But what do you? Where are you, where are you gonna go here?
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, our defense works so well because of how they're coached. I don't think we've had many like defensive like stars really over the years, except for like the obvious ones like TJ Watt, Minka, and even like Troy Palamalu. But like we've right. had great players like. Lamar Woodley, Brachizo, like players that weren't like really popular, but like did a lot for the team. And so um, I think for our team, our players play really well. So I'm going to give the slight edge to the Steelers.
0: Yeah, I see that. And for some reason, I've always said, outside of like Palomalu and Fitzpatrick, like they've been good secondary players like Ryan Clark and um, Ike Taylor, but I've always felt like the Steelers are really built on linebackers and and rushing the quarterback. Like, and our secondary, if the quarterback has time, they can eat up our secondary, because they and pretty much any secondary will get eaten up if a quarterback has enough time. But um, I think James Pierce's interception was really nice, and I think the Falcons don't pose as much of a threat offensively as many other teams, especially with Pitts out. So uh, yeah, I would agree with you. And at the kicker position, I'm a big fan of Young Hui I've used, I've had him in fantasy quite a bit. Um, if this was um, Chris Boswell, I might go even here because I think young Ku is a really good kicker. But, um, because we have Matthew Wright still, and he he had a good game last game, though I think it was three for three. I'll go Falcons at special teams and with Cordero Patterson, who's a great returner. Um, uh, I see him a second on the depth chart, but he is involved in the return game. So, if I tally it up, the Steelers win at six of those group positional groups, Falcons at two, and then there's one tie. So, Arian, what are your um, keys for the game? Give me two, and then I'll I'll give the last one.
1: Yeah, I think um, like you said, um, it's important to run the ball really well. So that will actually help Kenny Pickett as well. So I think it's important that as a like running back unit, we also go for over a hundred yards with whoever's in the lineup, whether it's Najee, Joe Warren, Benny Snell, or pick pick really. it Pickett.
0: Pickett runs like thirty pick yards pick, a game. Yeah,
1: just like get the get the running stats up, and I think that really just. Honestly, kills the clock and um moves the chains as well.
0: For sure. Uh, give me one more and then I'll give the last one.
1: Yeah, I think also just feed George Pickens, like feed our stars. Like that yeah. dude is a beast. Every time the ball is just like lofted to him, he always does magical things. So I'm glad Kenny usually does this. So just continue doing
0: what works. And I think they have good chemistry. Yeah. So I hope it keeps developing. And then the last one I want to say is. Pass rush and secondary work and cohesion. If we can prevent Mariota from having time, and Mariota is mobile, so we gotta watch out for that. But um, I think we could have a successful day on defense. But the pass rush has got to get there. So I'll set a goal of at least six QB hits and at least three sacks. Um, and I think if we get the, those numbers, we're gonna win the game. It despite it being in Atlanta, we are actually favored by a point, which is nice because I feel like we're not been favored much this year. So um, it is nice to be favored. But um, so you're six and five on your predictions this year. I'm five and six. Both of us have better records than the Steelers. But um, where are you going with this one?
1: I'm going with another um uh, easy dub for the Steelers. Easy dub, okay. I okay. think it's gonna be an easy dub. Yeah, honestly, I'm more confident. Um, the last game, um, I'd like to go over twenty points again. So I'd see a twenty-eight, uh, seventeen victories to the Steelers. Okay,
0: uh, I also gotta go Steelers here. I think. I hope, maybe it's me hoping that we don't call the same place, but I think this might be the game where I think we broke it against the Bengals, but another game where we break 30 points. So I'm going to go Steelers 30 Falcons 24. Um, I think we win. And then it may get interesting because then we're five and seven. And if we beat Baltimore, we're six and seven and we're right there. So we'll see. I, I don't want to get my hopes up, but, um, We'll talk to you guys after this week. And then, yeah, so I think the Buffalo game just finished up. Buffalo beat New England, which is good for us because we know Buffalo is one of the playoffs. New England had a chance. This hurts their chances. I think now they have six losses. So theoretically, we just want a lot of AFC teams to lose. So we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, we should see you Good luck.
0: Yeah.